What's happening, people? This your boy, Fish Montana, a.k.a. El Pesco, and welcome to this episode, man. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes, type in This Ain't No Podcast, and make sure you follow us on SoundCloud. Also, This Ain't No Podcast, and if you have any questions, you have any topics you want us to discuss for next episode, hit us up on Gmail at thisaintnopodcast at gmail.com or Twitter at notapodcast, N-O-T-T-A podcast. A lot, but hey, we try to make it. Come on, baby. Don't you forget, this ain't no podcast. Hey, 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 hey. For suffering children and checks from government buildings. TAMP, let's go. Other than dealing, what a good feeling when they know you one in a million. The feds bury half of my niggas under the building. Don't judge my life now, nigga, because I've been mad stressed. On tour with the locks and had a project address. Before this rap shit, my direct assets came from high risk hazards. You know, Pyrex glasses. A long way to the Prezi from the Timex classic. I got lines. Yeah, I don't know about this, man. This feel good right here. Got to find out it was true. It feel good. The people around quicker than it changed you. You know what Big said? I'm good long as the kids fed. What? How niggas stole dirt on your name and then beg. No, we don't feel sorry for niggas. Get bread. Cause for them California kings, we slept on the twin bed. Ooh. I'm a king to a god, nigga. I'm gonna live forever. Feet on the ground, a hundred in the ceiling. Ooh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uncle Buck, you ain't ready for that. <laughs> Uncle Buck, you don't know nothing about that shit right there, bro. I don't know, man. That was too real for you. I think you grew some hair. <laughs> did you grow some hair? <laughs> I did. I got a strain right here. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, but we back, man. We are here. We are back. This ain't no podcast, man. Let me do my intro. Can I do my intro? Let me do my intro real quick, man. We got, again, returning with us, Uncle Buck. BBB Big Buck Brand, you know what I'm saying? Yo, talk to the people real quick, man. What you got to say? Yo, what's up, people? Thanks for tuning in. You in for a good show? Today. Always, always. Of course they are. They know that. You don't even have to say that. They know what's going on when we get on this mic, yo. First and foremost, see, I listen to Benny. I just got to talk some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I listen to Benny. I got to talk a little bit. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, you shout out. It, from a king to a god, you know what I'm saying? I gotta talk godly, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to. Shout out to Rajalmani Pimpin, the man, the myth, the legend, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to A. Martin, you feel me? Maybe he'll hop on, who knows? He got kids, man, he gotta change diapers and shit. <laughs> shout out to that. Uh, also, shout out to Giz the Audio Wiz, he gonna hop on later. Uh, but this your boy, Fish Montana, aka El Pesco. Uh, time to plug, I'm gonna plug some shit, man. Twitter. Follow us, not a podcast, N-O-T-T-A, podcast, okay, hit us up on there, you got a bag for us, it's the quarantine, it's the pandemic, but we are still ready to get the bag, you feel me, we need all that, so yeah, hit us up on Gmail, this ain't no podcast at gmail.com, also, be Prince with the artwork, you feel me, Magic Fingers himself, Check out the artwork. Check out when we drop the episodes on Instagram. This ain't no podcast. Put the at in front of that. Yo, Uncle Buck, we got us a guest. My man's, my homeboy, man. Another, a, a, a pod brother. You know what I'm saying? Part of the pod fam. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he had me on his podcast. You feel me? 
uh we had us a good time i had kids and shit in the background <laughs> it was it was a lot going on i felt bad i felt bad yo i felt so bad because i was like yo we was rocking out too everything was all good and then you know fish montana aka El pesco man i gotta i always gotta make shit some hood shit you feel me so something like unprofessional shit he's just like he on there talking and he's just you know trying to keep the flow of things and i've got my son in the background my mother and my aunt over there talking like why are you on the phone who are you talking to what is going on it's just a bunch of shit was happening but he's so professional you know what i'm saying he kept it going and i'm glad he put me on my on, on his platform so i had to bring the love back Shout out to my man Mickey, aka Dunn Son. What's up, man? Talk to us, man. What's up with you? Hey, what's going on, man? It's a pleasure to finally get on here, man. Finally get, man. <laughs> it's hard to get on this podcast, man. Y'all, y'all got so much going on. No, so it's no. A, it's a privilege and an honor to be on. This is. This ain't. This ain't another <laughs> podcast. Yeah, man. And look, yo. It just don't think that we're like Hollywood or we just is it hard to get on here. We're just like we just unprofessional, bro. We just we don't answer emails, text messages. Like it's it's just like people be trying to get on here and we just we just regular niggas, yo. We just be <laughs> we just don't be answering people. Y'all got stuff going on. Y'all got stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, real life shit be going on and we try to be more professional. We try to get our shit together. But you here, yo. You here with us. We about to talk our shit. Uh, yo, tell tell the people, man. Tell them about your podcast, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what what you got going on? Uh, got a podcast. Uh, done Sun Talk. Been doing it for a little second. Um, uh, just really, just whatever is going on, or picking a single topic and just spitting on it. Oh, and lately been doing interviews, like you said, you got on the podcast maybe a a podcast ago. Did a great episode. Did some great numbers with that episode. I had to thank you again. Come on, man. And uh, just conversations, man. Dope conversations. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah, man. It felt good, yo. And I, and I, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I remember. I don't know if you remember my uh, homeboy TJ. He had that pool party a while back. You know what I'm saying? I ran. You know, you was there. You pulled up, <laughs> and. I remember we had a conversation outside. He was like, yo, I'm trying to get on the pod, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, yo, we can. Well, uh, this I didn't say it like that. I, this is where I'm getting to this story. He was like, yo, we should, you know, we should get on the pod. I'm trying to get on the pod, da, da, da. I, am, I was drunk out of my mind, yo. And I think I was drunk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And when you're drunk, you're like, yeah, nigga, I got you, yo. Da, da. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> then the next day. You played that cool, though. I didn't know. I was that, drunk, man. I, did, I couldn't tell I was drunk. Tell. I was drunk, and I knew, and I and I felt bad because that was like years ago. You feel me? <laughs> and now here we, but yeah. we here now, and I'm and I'm not drunk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're here. <laughs> We're good. I'm a man of my word. Yo, it may take a while, but it's I'm a man that, of my word. It's good. It's good that you didn't stay drunk from that period of time to now. It's good. That's a good thing. Yeah, I think that was like what two years ago or some shit like yeah. that. That was a while. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I might not. I would need professional help for that. God damn. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. When, when you're drunk for several years, man, that's that's AA meetings. Yeah, that's also death. <laughs> that's caskets. You know what I'm saying? I don't don't in my liver. My liver don't need that. You feel me? My liver does not need that. Yo, where you see your podcast going, bro? Like, what what's your goal? What's your goal for the pod? I mean, honestly, man, when you see everything, like when I first start, I, the first time I ever did a podcast, I was in school. There was no phones to connect to it. It was on a website. 
you had numbers to nowhere, links to nowhere. Nobody's getting on the computer to listen to no show. The people weren't doing that. There mm-hmm. wasn't no app for that. You couldn't. iTunes didn't even make it easy. I don't think there was a way to do what we're doing right now and put it on there. Because it was like, if you weren't a company that had connections to it, you couldn't get on there. So it's changed a lot. I mean, honestly, it'd be dope if this was a way that I was getting some 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 bread. Like, you know, I was able to get some advertisement, able to do what Joe Button do when he do tours, Deezus and Merrill do tours, sell merch. So, you know, build a company off of it. Tell me about it, yo. We've been trying. Uncle Buck been sponsoring us since we started. <laughs> he got all the bread. You know what I'm saying? He been Uncle Buck praised that we get a sponsorship. Where's Where's the merch? Where's the merch? Man, let me tell you something, yo. This is what I mean by unprofessional shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we and I, I remember there was a point we didn't have conversations about this shit and all that. But you know, I feel like this is what I feel about when it comes to like merch and shit, right? We need to reach a certain plateau, reach a certain level, a certain consistency of listeners. You feel me? Yeah. Then put out merch. You feel me? Because that I'm I've been I hit a B Prince and B me and B Prince we were like oh yeah we do need to do this and da 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 da. But then it's like who gonna buy this shit? I mean we can promote it yes yeah. of course we can promote it we can push it but it's like you, nigga we need you know when you got Joe Budden and when you got Deezus and Mero, the 85 South show, these type of shows I watch and they are heavy on selling merch. You know what I'm saying? Uh uh drink champs, you feel me? They're heavy on, they're heavy on the merch and they have rap, they have they have names. You feel what I'm saying? Like they have names and people who are loyal, loyal that's what I'm looking for. Loyal listeners who actually comment. You know what I'm saying? It's rare to even get a comment, you feel me? Comment Really? I mean, we get them. We get them, but it's like, you know, I don't know. It's not consistent. We want. I want to see consistency in certain episodes and things like that. So it's like I don't know. I feel like cats don't comment as much as they used to. Well, I'm, like, what I mean, early, like in our stages, like I feel like cats don't comment the way that they. That's I don't not know. True. It feels like that's I don't not, see other people get comments like that either. That's not true, yo. I'm talking because if you see these uh, the podcasts that I'm naming, even though of course they're on a certain level, yeah, yeah. but you know you're gonna have those they have people in their comments talking about shit from like episodes ago you know what i'm saying like that's the shit i'm looking for where it's like oh they bringing up shit that we talk about all the time where like say uncle buck says something and they're like you know they, re- they reference it to something new in the sh- episode you know what i'm saying they're like oh here go uncle buck doing this again here go el pesco talking that shit again you know what i'm saying or giz with his sports shit don't know what he's talking about you know what i'm saying like like I want people to I want to see interaction. You know what I'm saying? I want interaction from our listeners so I can know, okay, boom. We're gonna put out these t shirts with a saying on it from the podcast, you know what I'm saying? Or just any type of merch. Cause I got friends and things like that that I can like, yo, we try and get this, that, and the third. But I just want people that I don't know personally to, you know, reach out and to, to support. You feel what I'm saying? That's when I feel like we're making progress. So until that happens, there's I feel like there's no reason to put merch out. We can have it on deck, yes, and can push it during these episodes, but we still gotta I don't wanna lose money trying to get money. You feel what I'm saying? Even though you okay. do ha- you do have to put money into certain things, but it's like I wanna make sure there's a right plan put in. You feel what I'm saying? 
No, I feel you. I don't. I don't have no. I mean, I've been thinking about. I don't know if I want to get into shirts and stuff like that because that's a little expensive. But I might get into mugs. You know, I'm really. I drink coffee every day. I'm a big coffee person, and so some of my promo stuff, I definitely will have like coffee tags in it. So I have thought about doing mugs. I've seen other cats do mugs, and mugs don't seem as expensive. I feel like you can get a box of mugs, and it's. But I would do. I feel like Griselda does a really good job of like being very limited. So I don't know if I'd ever be a person that I do mass production of the stuff unless I felt like I would do more limited releases. Like this mug is one mug, and once this mug is gone, it's gone. You know, if I did t-shirts, the same deal. Like because um, I too don't have the funding to just run like shirts that might, that are just going to sit in my basement. Like yeah, that don't seem not, like not to cut stuff. you off, yo. But that's that's kind of what I'm talking about with Griselda. Griselda has fire merch. Freddie Gibbs fire merch. They have a set fan base they can do that with. They be like, yo, I got a uh, uh, two hundred hoodies left. Two hundred hoodies available. Sell them like that. They could sell them for a hundred dollars each and sell the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Three hundred dollars. It's only uh three three hundred uh uh hats left. They can do that because they got that fan base. Fan base, and they work to get that. You feel what I'm saying? We, on the other hand, I have. I'm thinking about we're doing uh T A and P condoms. You know, invisible condoms. This ain't no condom, right? Uncle Buck, how you feel about that? This ain't no condom, man. It's yeah. gonna be invisible. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And Giz sponsored it because Giz, yeah. Giz has been going raw since '96, which he likes to promote, right? Yes. So yes. wait a minute, what? You heard, you heard me right. I didn't stutter, yo. He been going, <laughs> he been going raw since '96, and that's his. He that's one of his. You know how like Al Bundy had like was it five touchdowns in Polk High or something like that? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's Giz's stat line that he promotes a lot. He went going raw since ninety six. Since nine six, he's the one who put ODB onto it. That's how ODB came up with the song. This was the inspiration behind it. Oh, I don't, man. Know what to say. I don't know what to say. You don't gotta say nothing. Just, just, just bring, just take it in. Just you know, just, just you know, whatever it feels. Let it live rent free in your in your mind, yo. Yo, but listen, we have a lot of great six. ideas. On this. We have a lot of great ideas on the show. Sometimes they're plagiarized. Come on, Uncle Buck. You know, but it, but again, because we don't think shit through all the way, where we should have trademarked it in advance, people mm-hmm. go ahead and take it and they run with it. They take you know, it and, and that's they how run they with get it. their bag. Hey, done. Do you like that? Well, well, you, you, you got you got a story you can speak of, like that you know, dead on, it got taken. Do this, I have I like a do I have a story? I mean, I mean, I just I want I, I want to understand. Do I have a story? Dunn, son, you sit down, you buckle your seatbelt, all right? Do you know, do you know the famed group rap trio known as the Migos? Absolutely. Heard of them. Yes, you know, you heard of them. You heard of Quavius and all those guys. You know what I'm saying? Yo, on this very podcast, right, we came up with the idea that Cause you know, Quavo had the nickname Honcho, right? Did you know that? That's his nickname, Honcho. Yeah, yeah. That's what he calls himself. We were on this very podcast, I believe it was three years ago, 
exactly three years ago. We came on here and we said, yo, Quavo should open up his own food spot. Call it Honcho's Chicken and Fish. Right? That was the beginning. That was the beginning. Then, of course, you know, we, we like to joke and shit like that. So we just added on to it. He said, yo, we should make, it should be Quavo Chicken Fish. It's, no, I'm sorry. It should be Honcho's Chicken Fish Grits Shrimp Tires all <laughs> changes uh a uh, shoe repair it just it just came into this big thing we just kept adding shit on it's like a one-stop shop you feel me <laughs> like that's what we did it's walmart be supply barbershop but you know no walmart ain't got shit on honchos i'm sorry you can't uh, get your hair cut at, at walmart because listen to that our thought good. process behind this right uncle buck please go ahead go to a spot where you can go ahead <laughs> Cause I see you looking fresh right now. You can go ahead and get a fresh shape up, right? Line your beard and up and everything. Sometimes, you know, after you like, damn, I look fresh, but I'm a little bit hungry and I got somewhere <laughs> to go. You can walk down the hallway and get yourself a nice three piece platter. Migo meal. What Remember we called it the Migo meal. And That's not a bad idea. And That's also not a bad idea though. I like my stuff separated, but I can see the masses going with that. And also, you think you like your stuff separated? <laughs> I experienced this the other day, where you know I need an oil change. I'm in there, social distancing, wear my mask. I'm in the waiting, you know, area, just sitting there, just like watching whatever on my phone. And but you get kind of bored. What if? And this is our thought process, even before COVID, right? Why are you waiting getting your, your car service, right? Whether it's a tire change, oil change, whatever. Once okay. again, you whatever. go ahead and just have other shit to do. Why again, you get in shape up. Hey, your girl needs, you know, to freshen up. Go down the hallway to the beauty supply. Get, you know, get a nice uh, wig or whatever for her. You know what I'm saying? Lace front. Go ahead, get some grits, you know, <laughs> some fishing grits, get some chicken and grits, whatever. Like it's it, it builds itself. Cake. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you it's need. You this place definitely exists in Atlanta. But, but, Somewhere but. Somewhere in Atlanta, this place exists. But, but, done. Done, son. You listen to me right now, yo. Now, the Migos recently just came out. Well, it was like, it was last year. I think it was 2019 or whatever. They came out with a Migo meal for Popeyes. Right? They really did that. They did that. After we already came up with honchos, chicken, and fish, and grits, and all that shit, yo. They came out with that shit after us. Bastards. So you telling me it's just a coincidence? <laughs> that the Migos? They're definitely listening to the podcast for sure. Come on, man. They're definitely listening to the podcast for sure, man. Fish went on a media blitz. <laughs> he went in the comment section, <laughs> shave room, ball alert, anywhere that he could find. That ain't really happening. That really happened. I'm, he I'm went not, through the comments. Listen, I'm not exaggerating. He went in the comment section. Do we look like liars? When they were blasting that, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, look at the Migos. They got themselves a deal." He went ahead, and not only well, actually, he accomplished two things. He put them, he put them on blast for being the bastards that they are, take, taking our idea. Bastards. But simultaneously, he brought positive attention to the podcast because he made sure to go ahead and drop TNAP. So you also represent the brand, which is genius business acumen. Very genius. I hand claps. You need a sound effect to go on right now. I'll add. I'll add one in post. That is dope. That is dope. Come on, that, man. That is 
that's a good way to connect the brand to a to a real problem. Cats took you. How do you feel about cats taking your idea, man? Uh, I how feel, you feel about cats. The Migos are listening to your podcast, man. I feel I feel appalled. I feel I feel hurt. I feel betrayed. I feel hoodwinked. I feel bamboozled. Let astray. Let astray. Come on, man. You know the rest. I had proof, yo. Proof. You have put this in video. Didn't you screenshot the episode and drop it in somewhere? Yes. Circle the date and everything. Proof. This this is on your IG right now? You got like a video saying all of this? I have a post, yeah. It should be. I still it's still up there sitting, getting catching cobwebs. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's still it's still up there. It's definitely up there, yo. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying there's no beef with the Migos. I'm just saying, just you know, throw us a little credit. That's all. You ain't just get that out of nowhere. Come on now. Listen, cats cats are stealing ideas day in and day out. Who created the light bulb? It was I believe it was somebody else. Hold on, Dunn. Hold on. Hold on. The Migo meal, we said you get three <laughs> Three pieces of chicken, three sides, three drinks for $3.33. That's some good marketing. They basically had the same shit. Come on, man. That's all I'm saying. Like, what, 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 do, we, what do we need, yo? Do we still, we always feeding the people, yo. That's all we do is feed ideas and we don't get paid off of them. And then we you you got to write with that. some of this. You got to write some of this down in a book. Some of these ideas, I know they're coming off the cuff. You got to you gotta put the pause, but well, you you editing it, you might have to censor block some of this stuff. Some of this stuff must, you got to get the beat. Like you might have to hit it with the beat, but you can't, they can't get it. They can't get it. See, our problem is, especially back in the day, we would come up with our best shit when we were like fucked up. Very like drunk, yes. was talking about like how he made the invitation to you and he was like fucked up, but he just played it off very well. Like, <laughs> We've sobered Extremely up so much, like, especially from our humble beginnings where we were just like in my basement yeah. and Tell them about we had it. like a fold out table and it was just full of bottles everywhere. I and also remember half the shit that we said. My fault, Buck. I just wanted to, you know, let, let Dunn know that, yo, I still have a picture of the table of, of what it used to look like. It's on Facebook, I believe. That t- it looked just like you know you talking about AA. It looked like you know saying we relapsed. That's what it looked like. The table was full of liquor, beer, whiskey. What age was this time? Like what age was when the table table wars was going down? What what age was this? That was the beginning. That was like two thousand two thousand seventeen. Yeah, three years ago. Yeah. Oh, three years ago. Okay. Two thousand seventeen. Okay. We yeah, man. And the sad thing is that those are probably some of our best episodes, but because of our equipment at the time, you would never hear those episodes ever. Yeah, what were y'all using to record? Oh man, y'all you, had we, like a mixing board. We had a four-channel mixer that I stole from my old job. Microphones and everything. I can say it now because I don't work there. We stole. I stole <laughs> the shit out of it. You know what I'm saying? Snuck it out. Took some microphones, some mic stands. Oh, also, we only had very few mic stands. We had to use a beer uh, container to to hold up some of the mics. You know what I'm saying? So our empty, the empty beer cases we were using to hold up a microphone. And we were thugging, bro. We were thugging. Yo, man. Y'all, do y'all got footage of this stuff? Nope. No? 
That's what yo. I'm saying. This is like we, yo, we're we're trailblazers, yo. Like we really like we just came that out the mud. Right there, Come on, man. That right there, like put put a camera on that. That's that's liquid gold. That's liquid. But that's gold how right I there. know this. Just from saying shit like that, that's how I know this podcast is going to do something. You know what I'm saying? Once oh, we absolutely. make the right moves, absolutely. it's going to be big because we have a story. Our story is like, you know what I'm saying? We're all, all of us are cousins, like first cousins, blood. You know what I'm saying? We grew up together. We went, came through the mud together as far as the podcast. We didn't had some wild shit happen on the podcast. People said some wild shit. People had to be rushed to the hospital. Things like that, yo. It, it was like wild things have happened on this part during off mic and on. And unfortunately, have you, have you ever had to cut something? Have you ever had to have, have, have you ever had to play? Is a pig's pussy pork? <laughs> I was about to say both those instances that he just named. They involve one of the hosts on the show. <laughs> one, one <host> on the show. <laughs> 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 The B button was late. Oh man, I will oh. not say you know, one of no fuck that. Miss T with the topics was on. I say it, I said it on mic before. Miss T with the topics said some shit on on her our very first episode. I won't say what she said, but involved violence <laughs> towards an individual, <laughs> and I had to I had to cut it. I had to cut it. You know what I'm saying? Because it was just like and because you know why I had to cut it if. It, she put names, government names, in the episode, and I, and, and you know me and Uncle Buck, we love Miss T. Shout out to Miss T for Lovers Only. Check that out, all y'all out there. You know what I'm saying? Just dropped the episode, but we love Miss T. You know what I'm saying? T is the most loyal person, and we love her to death. But she can get reckless when she wants to. You know what I'm saying? And she said some things, and this is this is old T, new T now. Is very relaxed. You know what I'm saying? I feel like she's calmed down a bit. Uh, Uncle Buck knew her before me. So, you know, she calmed down with certain aspects of her life. But back in that time, when we recorded for the first, very first time, it got wild. Matter of fact, she turned Uncle Buck's basement into like fucking Freak Nick. Yo, it, got, it was just random people coming into the basement. <laughs> you remember that, Uncle Buck? <laughs> I don't even know how they got into the house. <laughs> Mrs. Buck was upstairs asleep. And then as you know, it's just like all these people kept coming downstairs. And I'm like, <laughs> I know I don't leave my front door open. <laughs> like, where are these jokers coming from? You're like, what the but, fuck? They just came out of the, like the chimney or something. And it was like a two-hour episode. And I remember like when it was being mixed down and like you were playing it, you were like, yeah, I can't come out with this. And I was like, well, you can't have that. <laughs> and you, pl- you played a little bit for me. You couldn't hear anything. Mm-mm. What I mean by uh, that is just because it was imagine like Wu Tang being in your basement and everybody talking at once. Yeah, you're not yeah. gonna hear nothing. Yeah, and again yeah. and again, we had shitty equipment, so it just sounded like the mic was about to explode. You know what I'm saying? Like it just did not sound mad good. distortion. Mad distortion, just a bunch of cussing and threats being <laughs> thrown out there. <laughs> Oh man, that's why yo, I can't wait till we something happens with this because we got some stories, yo. We got some stories for everyone's ass, yo, for real, for real. 
You know what I mean? What about you? What you got on your? What, anything happened on your pod, yo? Something crazy? Somebody get shot or anything? Don't make us uh, look. Don't make us look like we like we just. Uh, you no, know what I mean? Really, yeah, I we just the dysfunctional pod. Man. I don't know if anybody is gonna be able to catch up. Um, really, nah. This podcast is pretty chill. I'm trying to think. <laughs> He's like, nope. We're saying, yeah, over it's here. Pretty chill. I don't really have. <laughs> don't have stories with names that be hey, blocked fuck. out, and you know, we had, you know, all of that. Hey, I'm Buck, ain't this some bullshit? Of, ain't this some bullshit, Buck, yo? Hey, why, bro, why, bro, yeah, bro. It's, it's, don't have real, that. Real tame, right. like, oh, well, we had this, we had that, and we just named all this, and that's not even, like, half of the stuff that, that's happened on the podcast. I mean, it feels good to go down memory lane sometimes, but it's like, man, we done been through some shit. <laughs> Remember, yeah, I think, me, me and Giz, me and Giz got into it after an episode. Shout out to Giz Audio Wiz. We got into it after an episode, yo. We didn't get the. Right, what you get into it for? We was in the garage for like twenty minutes, weren't we? We no, we yeah, we was outside. We was outside, and just we ain't we didn't we didn't get to fisticuffs, but it got it got pretty heated. Uncle yeah, Buck was, was living in a uh, in a uh, you know, in an oh well, he always lived in a, in a nice neighborhood, but he was this neighborhood was nice and we were very loud. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was drunk. Giz, I don't know if he was drunk or not, but he was very upset about something. And he might have been, yeah. been drunk, but yeah. We, he, he brought a, a bottle of rose over, I think, and he just downed, downed it right the whole now, joint. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we, we you know, we, we didn't have some we didn't have some times on this here pod, man. You know what I'm saying? And now that I look back man. on it, yo, I, I love it, yo. You know what I'm saying? It gives us, it gives us character. <laughs> Hey man, that's the that's the that's the fun. That's the entertainment, man. That's the that's uh the time. That is one thing that I do miss from school because it was just so many people and going in and out of the studios, and it was a lot of collaboration. And there's a lot of crazy stories in that. Like I used to, there used to be this. Uh, sometimes it would lock the door. So it was like, we would have a show, everything. We got to square the way with school. Hey, we're going to come back 8 o'clock, do our show. We come back, it's locked. And we like, so, you know, I can't remember how it happened, but, you mm-hmm. know, we come back and the door is open. I don't know. Magically, the door seemed to find its way to be open. There's mad people in there doing the radio show, craziness, just wild stories, cash with- the crazy part is we had a number where you could call and they put that commercial on the school network. So, you know, what school if you, you go school, to? My fault. Morgan school? State University. Oh, Morgan. Shout out to Morgan. Yeah, shout out to Morgan. So, you know, kids in their dorms ain't got nothing else to do. When I tell you the wildest calls, the wildest calls that could ever be called, cats calling saying all types of ridiculousness. That was probably the most funnest time by far because it just was just insane. If you imagine what you are at, at 20, 19 kids, just ridiculousness all the way around. It's funny you say that because uh, half of this this podcast are, are like, we're all, they were back even three years ago, we're all, we're all grown men. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're all grown men acting like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We we can't blame this on age, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love it. I love it, man. But look, let's talk about some shit now, man. We let's get off of memory lane. You know what I mean? Shout out to Dunson, you know what I'm saying? He's with us. Uncle Buck, he's here, he's with us. Fish Montana, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about some shit. I played uh 
I played Benny the Butcher in the beginning, right? Featuring Wayne and, 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 and Big Sean. Timeless. Benny's dropping. By the time this episode drops, his album will be out. But he drops Friday. So, are we all Griselda fans here? Uncle Buck, well, Uncle Buck, I know you're a Griselda fan. Done? You want, are you a Griselda fan? Absolutely, absolutely. Seen them live. You know, anytime something coming out, I'm downloading or streaming or whatever it is today. So, definitely big Griselda fan. Man, I'm excited. I'm excited it for this. It reminds joint. me of the days, you know what I'm saying? It reminds me of like, you know, Alchemist and Mob Deep and you know, it goes down that tree. But you know, you know why I like I like Griselda is because Yeah, they, they give you that feeling too, but they also can mix with the newer crowd. You know what I'm saying? They can mix with the newer shit too. You know what I'm saying? Like especially a Benny and a Conway West Side. You know they they can they can do that they can bring in these uh, artists that you may feel like you know don't fit with them like I ain't gonna lie I didn't think Wayne would get on the track with with Benny you feel me I didn't think I would see that coming I, I would think so but no you know what I didn't I didn't think I would see that coming because you know Wayne Wayne is one of my in my one of my he's like a goat to me you know what I'm saying Wayne is one of the goats to me you feel me. And but Definitely you know he hasn't he hasn't been rapping like I'm used to him rapping in a long time. And on that song I just played, Wayne was like the Griselda dudes. They make you rap like that. You feel what I'm saying? Like they give you that. Shout out to my homeboy Trill. Benny brought this out of out of Wayne. You feel what I'm saying? Like he Wayne had to rap good and rap like that because Benny is here. You feel me? Like you can't look crazy when you got a when you got another dude that don't care if you're Wayne. He gonna rap his ass off. He don't care if you're Wayne. He gonna rap like he always rap. He gonna try to take your head off. You feel what I'm saying? It be, might be all. It's gonna be all respect, but it's like I'm here to rap. That's what I do. You feel what I'm saying? Oh yeah, Wayne. Wayne. When I heard Dong Life, I think that's what that record is on Big Sean album, and this record with I mean, and the record with Benny. I think. I think Wayne's one of them guys that like. He needs to be inspired. Mm. I think what you hear now is Wayne is like, he just don't have, he can do, Wayne's so good, he can do just, you know, music and it's it's cool. But if he get into something where it's like exciting or it's mm. inspiring or yeah. make him, he hears some beats where it's like, whoa, whoa, I gotta like, you know what I mean? Like, he'll turn on because he, he's been a, he's beast. He's, he's, He's a goat. So, but I think what happens with Wayne is, I think when you get the card of one, the card of two, the card of three, even the card of four, you're getting like an inspired Wayne to kill everything, all those features, all those mixtapes. I think mean, now you're getting like an older, an older Wayne who's done it all, and there's nothing to chase. But I think Benny, and I think uh, definitely what he did on that. I want to say it's called Dawn Life. But when he re when he redid Big Sean's flow and said different words, the same flow that he had in the beginning of the song, he took that flow and did it like backwards. I was like, yo, it's not that Wayne don't have it no more. I hear a lot of people say Wayne don't have it no more. It's just he don't have he don't have somebody, he don't have an AR to me that's sitting there going, like, let me find things to challenge Wayne with. He got somebody that maybe is just like giving him beats that he knows he likes. Yeah, yeah. 
I just yeah, I I just know that I was happy to hear him rapping like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I was happy to hear him rap like that. Big Sean, I I always liked Big Sean. Big Sean did his thing, but um, yeah, this new album about to be crazy, bro. He got Ross on there. I can't wait to hear Ross yeah. and Benny. Ross and Benny yeah. is gonna be a bunch of luxurious cocaine talk, yo. <laughs> but you know can what I'm we saying? talk about one thing with this hit boy thing? What's up? Like for all of us, I mean, I've I've watched uh, Hit Boy since Drop the World, which he worked with Wayne when he did that. That was the song with him and Eminem. That's when he was a kid, kid. Yeah, I remember. I mean, that. I was a kid, kid, but he was in his early. He might have. I don't know. I'm a couple years older than him. I think he still wasn't like, he was in his early 20s, maybe might be a teenager at that time when they, him and Chasing Cash put that record out. To, when I heard that he was doing the album with Nas, I, my first thought was like, I'm thinking the Hit Boy with uh, the record that he did with um, Jay-Z and Kanye, like, I'm thinking of Hit Boy with stuff that he's did. What was that? We like, did what? Niggas in Paris? He did Niggas in Paris? We did Niggas in Paris. Yeah. So I'm like, can he do? Because when I think of Nas, I think of Soul. I think of like Lost Professor. I think of Salam Remy. I think of Primo. I don't think of Hit Boy. But what Hit Boy did for, for uh, King's Disease, I was like, whoa. So that's the only reason why now I'm like, oh, Hit Boy and, and Benny might be some, some shit. Because like, Hit Boy is in his bag for some strange reason. I don't know how. I don't know what happened. That that nigga got he turned to a whole nother level. He got Big Sean Nas. He's a producer, bro. He's a producer. He he got a it different bag. It ain't a bag. lot of them out here though. It, it, it ain't a lot of them out there like that. It's not, but he's in his bag. I feel like he's in his bag. He can show. He can be versatile. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's funny Ooh. that Dunbar. Done with the the direction I was gonna go. I was going to shout out again. I, you know, hopefully, it's obvious how I feel about Benny and Griselda, but like I think the X factor here is going to be Hit Boy. Um, besides, like uh, Nas, what he did for Big Sean. I mean, at at this point, you can say that Hit Boy is responsible for two of the t- um, two of actually the top five albums hip hop wise. You know, in 2020, and now he might be having a third album depending on like what the final product is with um, Benny and stuff. And I am excited about that. I think with Hit Boy, he's definitely in his bag. I can't say I'm totally surprised just based off of what y'all just also brought up, where besides just, you know, what he did for Niggas in Paris, I think he contributed not only to a lot of songs on that album, but just like to others because he was with um, good music for a little bit. So he was kind of an apprentice, if you really think about it, under Kanye. Mm-hmm. And I know off mic, we were talking about, you know, talking about Kanye kind of, he's a lot filled now, but let's not be naive. Like this dude's a musical genius. Oh yeah, absolutely. His history and stuff. Absolutely. And the albums that he's produced as well as executive produced, you can't deny. It. And that tutelage, it, get the right person in place to go ahead and kind of soak that all up like a sponge. It's paramount, right? Same thing like in the past where you compare other instances like with Scott Storch. That dude was an apprentice under Dr. Dre and Timberlake. You know what I'm saying? And look at his track record. You know what I'm saying? Um, so when you have yeah, cases when we have cases like that, I can't say I'm totally um surprised because if you and he has, he's just done like maybe like a a song here and there since leaving Kanye. 
But now that he's kind of getting to the realm of executive producing like whole albums, I can't say I'm totally surprised by like the end results. You know what I'm saying? The fact that he is so versatile, like you said um, too, like talking about like what he did for like all these other artists and stuff. And we, you know, and I'm a Nas fan, big Nas fan. And like, he managed to match some of the old school feel with new school vibes, which is hard to do. Cause if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then with Big Sean, he made that transition to like, this is the new, but at the same time, I'm not gonna go totally like just bass happy. I'm gonna give you a little bit something different. Like, you know, what he did with like, you know, um, hold your head, guard your heart. You know what I'm saying? Off Big Sean's joint. Like that vibe off that that album alone, but then he switches up on Lithuania. You know what I'm saying? You know, with, with Trash Scott. Hit Boy's in the matrix right now. Yeah. He, he's, he's onto something. And I think Benny somewhat, and again, we don't, I haven't heard the whole album yet, but it seems like uh, just off of the, you know, uh, the joint uh, Thomas and everything, just kind of like stepping slightly away from the typical Griselda sound, I think will be a, a welcome change. And that's saying like this, the sound that they've um, grown accustomed to, like using what, uh, uh, Darren, Darren, and, you know, and all of them and stuff. Cause I, I like the beats, but sometimes it can be a little bit one note in my opinion. You know him mm. being a little bit more versatile. It always sounds. It always sounds like a horror movie when you hear a Derringer beat. Yeah, yeah. See, and I can it's that my beat. Yeah, and I and I can. I'm good with that, but a whole album like that sometimes it can kind of mesh together a bit. You know mm. what I'm saying? Where it feels like it's like too dreary and kind of like, you know, like sample heavy, especially because they like to use a lot of piano loops too. If, yeah. You know, you know, with uh, some of those mixes. Hit Boy, yeah, I'm really excited to go ahead and see what's going to um, come out on this album right here. And hopefully we're giving a, a positive review about it like by the time we drop our next app. Man, I can't wait to hear. I just want to hear that Ross joint, yo. I know there's going to be some shit on there. Right, I, it's going to be, be a, it's going to be a bunch of Pyrex and Crab Legs and, you know what I'm saying, Phantoms and Lasagna. Lasagna. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a bunch of just just elegant shit, yo. Benny gonna sit there. I just I just want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? It just I'm just and it's fun. It's crazy because I gotta give these dudes they respect because I've never I haven't been excited for music in a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like I haven't really been excited to hear somebody dropping something. You know what I'm saying? Like Benny ain't put out something in what a year I think. When was uh when was Tanner talk? <laughs> I mean, not Tanner Talk, excuse me, uh, Plugs I Met. That was what, last year, two years ago? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was about like June last year, if I'm not mistaken. Like May, June last year. It was like, a while. Crowns for, Crowns for Kings is, he was going blow for blow with like Black Thought. With Black that's Thought. That's hard to do. With Black Thought, yo. You know Black what I'm saying? Thought of all, you know, Black Thought, one of the most underrated rappers, in my oh. opinion, you know, out there of all time, possibly. Um, and the way that Benny just comes in riding that beat, <laughs> and I'm talking about like there's no hook yeah. or nothing. Alexander McQueen kicks just to dirty him up. Come on now. He's just gonna hard. give you about like a good two minutes of just straight flow. And the whole time you're just making that stank face, <laughs> just like listening to him like go. Yeah, that was amazing right there. And then um what off that joint uh five five to fifty. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Come on Woo. now. That's right. But you know what? As much as I'm like Benny. I am a more, I like Benny, but I'm much more of a, uh, I like Conway, man. I that crew, Conway's, Conway's the dude that I really, 
I, Benny to me is going to be the star of that crew because Benny has it. You know who you don't know how to really describe it, but he has the it. I think Conway may not have all the elements to become the it guy for them. Westside does have it, but it, I don't know if he can be what you would have to be to do that. But he got enough bravado. He talk enough shit that like somehow he always can find his way. Picks really great beats, but. That's because Westside Westside is more the he's like the A and R of the whole. You know, he's the leader and he knows how to. You know, I'm saying he knows how to make people sound good on his songs. Like when Freddie Gibbs on Five Hundred Dollar Ounces, he had he let Freddie Gibbs rock out on uh 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 was it something Claiborne with Boldy James? He let Boldy James rock out. Like every time, every time, was it what is it again, Buck? Claiborne kick. Claiborne kicks. Yeah, Clayborn. Clayborn. yeah, yeah, yeah. That joint, Boldy James went nuts on it. Like Westside knows how to make other people sound good on his shit. You feel what I'm saying? Because he's a he. Because he said this like he done. He about to be over after he said. Thank you. Said after 2020, like he's he's not rapping anymore. No you feel what I'm saying? That nigga's going to keep on rapping. I mean, he don't really need to. He been rapping for years. He just they like yeah. Griselda just started he, getting popping. They've been rapping. Them niggas. He's my age. in their 40s, man. I mean, West, Benny, Benny's in his 30s, but them, uh, his cousins, they in their 40s. Yeah, West, Westside, Westside is the oldest. I think he's my age. So he's like 39. He's about to be 40 next year. Okay, so they haven't hit 40 yet. Yeah, not they, yet. They did. They, 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 the they. Yeah, they, they had the door. And I mean, but I think, like, I think he might be, he might toy with it. I'll put it like that. I think he might be at that borderline Jay-Z moment where Jay was, you know, kept on about he's going to retire, you know, at first, but he kind of kept going and stuff yeah. as, like, as creativity hits him. But I think he's prepping for that. The fact that he dropped what, like four albums this year? Westside, you know what I'm saying? He, Westside dropped. Yeah, it was like three, three yeah. albums back to back to back. Westside yeah. got, he got album of the year to me. Pray for Paris. No, that right now. Hit, um, excuse me, hip hop album of the year, because I don't know the rest of what's, what, what else yeah, is out um, there, but Hip hop album. Come on. Like what y'all talked about, like with Westside, that was one of the best guest features, to me at least, uh, with Wale when he did French Toast. Um, I like the soul feel that um I think Tyler Creator actually did the beat for Party with Pop Smoke. Yeah. Ah. And he was featured on, uh, right, on so, there, I think. Was he yeah, featured like, on that one? I thought that I thought that beat was dope right there. And then even on um on like his next album and stuff. Again, like I think with Westside, he rides, he rides like those soul loops so well. Like, uh, what's that song, Bubba Chuck? Oh, oh, Bubba Chuck. Oh, All praises. Oh, yeah, praises. with the horn section and stuff. Hey, look, man. When I, I, when it's a nice day outside, you know what I'm saying. I bump Allah sent me. I feel like a drug dealer, yo. <laughs> I play Allah sent me. I play Allah sent me. It feel like I got a gun in the car. And ain't nothing in there. Ain't no gun, yo. There's no cocaine. Ain't nothing. It's just me and my son <laughs> riding around. <laughs> he got he got he got his switch in the car. I'm just in there. <laughs> it's very it's very safe in my. It's like it's very fatherly in my car. But when I play Allah sent me, I feel into a. I just turn to a whole new nigga, yo. You know what I'm saying? I turn. I pulled. I, I put the windows down. Just staring at niggas and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mad for no him. reason, for nothing. But it's like mad a good man. No it's reason. like a, it's like a, mm, 
yeah, what's up, yo? You know what I'm saying? It's just they they give you that feel. You feel what I'm saying? They give you a, a Ice feel. Ice grill music, man. Ice yeah. grill music. And when I was telling Uncle Buck, I think I think last time I was telling, I think Con, I feel like Conway is more versatile than Benny at the moment. When it comes to flows, when it comes to flows, if you listen to Conway's new album, he got all these different beats on there, and he's yeah. not rapping the same. Conway don't never give you the same flow. I feel like he gives you different joints. Benny just gives you them hard bars that you're gonna be like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that's his thing. Conway gives you different flows. That's his thing. He'll give you a different flow, and he'll he'll, he'll try different beats. Yeah, his last one to me is his best one thus far like his this last one was a really good because he you know what you know he is he kind of like an old you know back in the days where you go and play basketball you got like an older dude that like he got like a couple really good moves like maybe he got like a decent he got a medium post up game he got like a he got a couple little moves like maybe he got a mean fadeaway that he, from Damn. one part of the you saying you saying Conway got a good hook shot, yo? You saying Conway got a good you saying Conway got a good hook shot? Yeah, yeah, he might have a sky hook. He, my <laughs> man might have a, he might have the, the sky hook. He might be taking some of the old school moves, hey, and dribble, but he does it so well that it, it really makes him kind of he knows what he can do, and he's able to switch those couple of moves so well that you don't realize that he has a couple of moves like i do but i do think this last album he did show that he kind of has maybe even a couple more moves benny and i know the benny fans right now because they benny fans definitely got like yo man benny yo he's the one i yo he's the one i'm not taking that away from him but benny got i think this album with hip boy is a good opportunity i think he did something smart he could have went back to Derringer, Alchemist. Um, can't think. I think of that other dude that they get uh, get beats from too. I think it's a good time to do something different. And Hip Boy is a good. He's just the guy, man. For whatever reasons, he's able to have stuff that don't have samples in it and make it sound sampled. I mean, have stuff that, like, you know, like Buck was saying, like. It's new, but it's old. Mm. You know, it has an old feel, but it's got new drums. You know what I mean? It's got new sounds, but it still sounds dated. And uh, if Benny can... Only thing I want to hear, though, I want to hear Benny kind of do some different... There's a Benny flow, which I think is what you're talking about. Like, when Benny's on any song, there's a Benny flow. Mm -hmm. It's a Benny pace. It's a Benny pocket. And he does it on all his songs. He was on a song with Russ. He was on a song with Russ, and he had that he had that same that same flow, which is cool. But it, really, you, you we getting the wow effect because of how hard the the rhymes are. The wow effect is off the hard how hard the rhymes are. But we not saying like, "Yo, man, my man is hitting him with this flow and this flow and this flow and this flow." So it'd be interesting to see him on maybe Hit Boy because he a real producer. He might challenge. Benny to be like, all right, well, you know, I know you like this. Let me give you this. Let me see what you can do with this. And that's what I'm waiting what for. You can do with that. And that's what I'm waiting for, yo. I, I I can't wait. You know what I'm saying? Can't wait. Um, what's the name of it again? He getting free promo from us, by the way. Shout out to BSL. I know, man. We got a whole spiel. Hey, no, my fault. Hold on. Buck knows this. I'm part of BSF, yo. 
I'm part of okay. BSF. Don't let me say it, Uncle Buck. Am I lying? Am I, I'm part of BSF, yo. I'm part of BSF by association. Come on, Buck. Yeah, by association. That's true. Come on, man. I'm BSF, yo. Shout out to my homeboy, Jay Knox. Benny the Butcher hosted his is hosting his mixtape about to drop, yo. Shout out to him. You oh, feel wow. me? And guess who's on the intro? Yeah, Pesco has a guest feature right after Benny starts uh, finishes his intro to the mixtape. Then you hear me. You understand? Big BSF. Big Griselda. Talk to me nice. Talk to me nice. You understand? Talk to me nice. Big BSF. We got to get, get the hashtag around that. I want people to hear me breathing in the mic too. <laughs> Big BSF. Don't, don't, hey. You know what I'm saying? Don't run up on me crazy. Don't talk to me crazy. You understand? Dunn is my man's. You know what I'm saying? Dunn is my man's. He going, you know what I'm saying? He got my back. So, But you other podcasters, don't talk to me crazy, bro. I'm BSF over here. Listen, you got to plug TNAP, though. You got to find a way to sneak that in. I should have, right? I should have just snuck that in there. You know what that, I'm saying? That was the only part. Like, I, I was listening. I was like, Urgh. you know, I was making a sideways face. <laughs> Uh, it's cool, but uh, before my before my homeboy start rapping, I should have just been like T A P. Get sneaking in real quick. This ain't no podcast. <laughs> iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, cool. Yeah, yeah you I'm gave, saying. Gave a quicker. Fast out, fast out, fast out, fast out. Oh, think how hard remember, that would be. Do remember, do remember. How hard would that be if I just came in like Clue, yo, in the middle of my home? You know how. <laughs> You know, the clue effect. you know how the, you know how the old DJs just start talking over the hardest raps, yo. <laughs> they can just say the hardest bars in their life. They just hear somebody come in, yo. yo this ain't no podcast. Make sure you tune in. <laughs> it was like, damn, nigga, what's he saying? I want to hear what he's saying. Actually, and again, we keep talking about like old school shit. Remember, they used to do that. Like, uh, if you like listen to or look at these old movies, like when they had DJs from back in the eighties and stuff, they did that shit all the time. Ha-ha, here's your boy Bruce B. Come in the place yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they do those drops like that. I hate that, yo. There's so many mixtapes that I I, uh, I hated that, yo. I uh, really, yeah. It would be like fabulous as freestyle, yo. It's like you missing bars because you know, do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember? Fast out, fast out, stupid, stupid, stupid. You're just like, yo, man, all right. I'm not going, I got to wait for him to release it on his own stuff. Because, yo, all I'm hearing is echo, echo, echo. I'm like, see, that's why you got to do the clue effect at the beginning before the bars start. Like when it's just like an intro, you know, to the beat and stuff, that's when Fish goes in and drops, you know, TNAP, you know, check us out, check us out. SoundCloud, SoundCloud, SoundCloud. Apple podcast, podcast, podcast. I ain't gonna lie. I'm do about remember, to, do I'm playing. I'm playing that song at the end of this uh, episode. I'm playing Jay Knox. I'm playing man. my. I got, I'm playing my boy Jay Knox. You feel me? I got to. I got to play it. Let people know I'm big BSF. But look, man. Let's get off of this. Let's get off of this Griselda shit because we losing our female listeners, yo. If we have any. Hey, man. Let's talk about some titties, man. <laughs> let's talk about titties for a second. I feel like we. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's all. I feel like a sausage party. Went pa- down. Let's bring it back up. Yeah, it feel like bring a sausage party every time you bring up Griselda, yo. You know what I mean? Like, shout out to them. I fuck with them, but damn, y'all see Cardi Don't bring B. Bring your wife. I just want to put that P- PSA. Like, I would never bring. You know, if I had, you know, I'm not bringing my shorty to to a Griselda. It's nothing but it's it, it's a nigga 
it is a nigga yeah. show in the sense like I'm the type of person like even though I'm I'm at the show I'm cool I'm not on no stuff but I'm still like I don't know none of these niggas so I'm not gonna be like and that's the type of I'm music not, it is it's the type of music that yeah, got niggas it's like aggressive street music like I'm I'm kind of like okay we we in an aggressive zone like I'm I, this is not. Raphael Sadiq, like, you know, is on stage and he, you know, doing melodies and stuff. Like, I'ma hear, you know, anniversary and stuff. You got your girl with you. Nah, this is like nigga street music. So it's like, yo, man. They should do that. They should they should let Raphael Sadiq open for them one night. <laughs> See how that would be dope. And then Raphael would be dope. He goes, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> oh my boom, God. boom, 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 boom. <laughs> You just have you just have Charlie Stop Wilson up there, yo. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> niggas got their wife by like, Nick. I think the best part would be the niggas that really aren't like they really listen to Neo Soul and that's what they listen to and they don't listen to nothing else. They gonna be the ones like I'd be a nigga that if that happened, I'm cool with it because I listen to both. I'm cool if if y'all gonna have uh Tony 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 up here, all right, cool. I know some of the, I know their music. And then y'all can bring out Griselda, and I'm cool with that too. But the guy that doesn't like the, the Griselda stuff, when he hears that boom, 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 he feels afraid, <laughs> he feels concerned, and he gonna try. He was all the way up front. He mm. gonna be like, "Yo, babe, I gotta get you out of here because they definitely gonna be afraid." There's a mob behind us of they just niggas. Come on, Dun- yo, yeah, everybody ice cream. Can we talk about titties now, yo? Stop going back to Griselda. <laughs> yo, let's, let's talk about titties. Damn. Titties I've been trying to talk about titties for 20 minutes, yo. <laughs> Where the titties at? Hey, man. Uh, I just want to see. Did y'all see Cardi B's, yo? Y'all see Cardi B's titties? Nah, I, I missed yeah. the titties. Ain't nobody, why so you didn't let me know about the titties? Am I bad, yo? Yeah, yeah. I, that's, little, <laughs> wasn't that like a little slip she had on uh, her IG? Yeah, she posted her titties on IG, yo. You know, they've been getting a little backlash. Yo, give me the scoop. I missed that. <laughs> Yo, this nigga done horny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said, what? <laughs> you said there's titties, no. a, there's titties afoot? <laughs> listen, it's 2020. We haven't had a nip slip since Janet Jackson, so we got to get the full story. Lies. See, that's a, see, you got to hang with me, yo. I find, I know where to find the titties. It's the celebrity titties, you know what I'm saying? You got to get on Twitter, bro. You on Twitter? No, I'm not on Twitter. See, no, see, you guys see. That's why you ain't seeing all the titties, yo. All the titties are on Twitter. It's called Titty Twitter. Okay. You know what I'm so saying? I need to create a Twitter. I did have a Twitter, but Twitter to me, it got, I don't know, it just stopped being Twitter's like fun. it was. Twitter's fun, man. It did stop being what, like, 2009 Twitter is not the same as it was now. You know, 2009 that's Twitter was I'm very saying. fun. But you can see some titties on 2020 Titter. Uh, titter. I said titter. <laughs> that should be titty Twitter. Titter. <laughs> hey yo, I think I've, that might be the name of the episode. Yo, titter. <laughs> titter. titter. Put that on a t shirt. Put that on a t shirt. Titter. All the like the like button titter is gonna be the like button just gonna be like a nipple and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> For real. But yeah, yo, she Cardi B. Uh, she accidentally posted her titties on IG and. There you go. There you go, Uncle Buck. Yeah, look at Dunn. Look at that, bro. You can't even like, what is that? <laughs> and then it doesn't do it justice because you can't see like the whole 
Yeah, you can't see the whole titty. That's just like a tease right there. I don't know if you can see like the part. Ah. <laughs> then okay. like, oh, that is a titty. <laughs> all right. I'm just saying, man. Like, right. I don't like, I don't like all the backlash Cardi B has been getting because she showed her titties, yo. She can't post the titties. I mean, it's a free. Yo, it's, free it's like no. Nah, there's been there's been men out there, some women, mostly men, saying that her titties don't look good, and I'm like. Man, that's some sucking shit, man. That's that's come on, man. Niggas go to strip clubs every, you know, everyone well, not now, but um, probably now too. But and they see all types of bot surgery, staring at them, shaking at them. Shorties with one cheek heavier than the other cheek, one titty, and then another titty looking mad crazy. But then you see Cardi B, and then you like, oh, now you oh. You 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 got your, you know, the, it gotta be perfect, you gotta done, be right. Done. We in a new era of nigga now, yo. There's a new era of niggas out there that I'm just very concerned for, cause like when I, I don't know if is it Cardi B, cause I remember when WAP came out, niggas was like, why are they rapping about WAP and what is going on? Like, have we ever been? upset that women want to want to talk about their pussy yo now that's now we're all upset and now we're upset because cardi b and then we're upset because like yo let me tell you something i have seen a variety of titty in my life okay i've seen big small medium i've seen long nipples short nipples okay i've seen little areolas i've seen big areolas that look like burnt pancakes okay and i'm gonna tell you something i'm gonna tell you something sir I appreciated every last titty I've saw I've seen in my life. Okay, I've appreciated it because they didn't have to show me that titty. They felt comfortable enough to show me that titty that they provided, yo. And so I will not let these men out here shame Cardi B, even if it was an accident. It's still a privilege to see that titty, yo. Privilege. Titties feed mankind. Man. Titties raised us. Titties. Fish is an advocate. Yo, titties Fish filled our advocate. bellies, yo. Titties filled our bellies when we were children, and this is how y'all treat titties. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't. Those titties. Don't Uncle Buck, I know you feel me. That you discriminate. I know Uncle no, Buck I, feels me. Uncle Buck is a titty man. Listen. <laughs> Come I on now. Telling, I keep saying it over and over again on this podcast, man. Like. There's just so much bitch assness <laughs> in this country right now. Like, I don't even know, like, where to begin, really. It's disgusting. Um, with, and, and I'm saying this as Mrs. Buck comes in here. Like, it's the fact that, like, guys are getting upset just because, like, they see, you know, a woman's chest and they're appalled by it. Like, I don't, I don't even know where to start because, like, there's so many types of wrong with this whole scenario and stuff. But hold on, let me cut you off right. real quick, Uncle Buck. Then I'm going to let you go back. They're not just appalled. They're critiquing the titty. They're critiquing it. They're over there like, oh, what's wrong with that? Why a nipple look like that? Blah, 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 blah. What is wrong with y'all? What is wrong with y'all? Stop it. I got to stop it. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Uncle Buck, please. No, like I said, I guess I'm just like flabbergasted. And I don't really know where, like, how to, like, formulate the words to properly explain the situation. Because when I first heard about it, I'm like, oh, man, you know, is she just, like, blatantly just, like, being, like, just, like, OC with it? But then when I, like, I saw, like, the pic and stuff, and then the fact that she actually had to come out with, like, I guess, an explanation video, I'm like, 
well, hold on. What do you what, what do you explain it? Like, what what was wrong? Like, it was it was just one of those like things. And this is 2020 after all, right? <laughs> A lot more worse things have happened. And guys are complaining because they saw some titties. And I, I don't know how to finish that sentence because it, like I said, it's it's just really confusing <laughs> to me right now. Especially like single guys, like what are you really pissed off about? Like, are you, are you just being a, like, are you flabbergasted just to go ahead and kind of be like flabbergasted? <laughs> you know, like you, you just you just want something to talk about and you want to go ahead and be part of the in crowd. Like, hey, I saw this, but you know what? I'm against this, and you know, and, and I want attention. Like, it, it, what are you really doing out there? You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know. I, I really don't know. And I don't know. And I was actually hoping that you, I'm glad you brought this up because I was actually hoping that you guys can put this in perspective for me. I've been out of the game for a minute now and I need like single guys to go ahead and kind of like break this down for me as far as like what would be unappealing about the situation. Is is Mrs. Buck still there? Yeah, she's right here. Tell her come over there. I don't, I, I, we got to talk to her real quick. Okay. Yeah. She, okay. Yeah. Where's she at? I'm right here. Come on, get a little closer so we can hear you. Right I, I have my nighttime glasses on. So? What the fuck was that supposed to mean, yo? <laughs> you act I like you. Glass. You know, I don't like to be seen with my glasses on. I thought you were going to say, like, you were in your, in, your, in your bloomers or something, yo. You got glasses on? No, no my glasses on. Well, look, Dunn, this is, this is Mrs. Okay. Buck, you know what I'm saying? The wife Hello, of Buck, Mrs. you know what I'm saying? Hi. Her name will not be said on here because none of our governments are said. So I want to ask her as a as a woman with titties, right? <laughs> yeah, you have titties. How do you feel? Have you heard the backlash about Cardi B and her titties? No. What is going on? Like, how do you feel about men commenting on on a woman's breast, her showing her breast, yo? What does that feel? Does that make you feel a certain way? Like, what the fuck? Were they like disgusted by it? Or, yes, I mean, they were like disgusted. They said it was like salami. No, they didn't. Are you serious? That's what they said? Someone said it looked like a burnt pancake. Hey, man. It's a cold world, bro. That's what I heard. It's a cold world. <laughs> she, had a, she had a baby. No, but this is a thing. <laughs> I mean, it, I feel like it's just another like example of body shaming. Yeah, because you know what I mean? They're comparing her to that. Like her old to picture. what? To her old picture. Come on. Are you, are you looking at the picture? Though. Are you looking at the picture? Why, first of all, why is that on your phone? Is that safe? Whoa, whoa, whoa. First off, first off, this is for research purposes only. Don't you talk to Uncle Buck like that. All right? Uh, <laughs> I got you, Buck. That's for research purposes only. That's it. And listen. No. He pulled it up real fast, though. We were researching. Uh, we were like, I, went to, I went to the number one search engine in the world, Twitter. <laughs> Low education. He, would, he pulled it up, like, super fast. But you, all you got to do is you look up Cardi B, and it pops up immediately on the timeline. And I mean, I, honestly, like I think that, like in my opinion, is just another example of body shaming. Um, honestly, if that is not your woman, I don't understand why you are offended by it. Seriously, I mean, and, and the thing is, if you are, then don't look, move on. You know, I don't understand why people feel like they, like they're required to comment on everything. That's a fair. You know, I mean, point. and it goes back to you know. 
what you were saying about like, you know, just for attention, like they just want to be part of like the, you know, I guess part of the crowd, just like commenting, like has something to say. But like, it's, it's a stupid conversation. No, I agree with that. I mean, it's just like, would I be like, you know, on social media or whatever, like all exposed like that? No, I wouldn't ask me. But the thing is that she's comfortable like that. And, you know, and I'm just like, if that's what it is, that's what it is. Women now, like, you know, they're, you know, they're breastfeeding on social media, you know, they're doing all that, you know, and it's, and again, like, I wouldn't personally do that, but I don't knock anybody for being themselves. You know, it's as simple as that. And I'm a woman, you know, and I say that. So I'm shocked that so many men have something to say. That's just like when WAP came out, you know, and like so many men were like, oh my goodness. I just said I that. I cannot believe. And I'm like, wait a minute. What about all the songs where you're talking about women? You're saying this about women, but now that they're saying it about themselves, it's a problem. It's just a new age. It's a new age of men that I, it's just weird to me. It's, it's, not, it's just not, I don't know what's going no, on, yo. We've it's been. Like, it's contradictory because they're the same ones. Who like I mean rappers were even coming out and saying things. I'm like, but you're the same ones calling women all types of you know bees and hoes, you know all types of stuff. And I'm just like, but yet and talking about how you want them to do this and do that. But yet when she's saying all the stuff she's gonna do, then it's a problem. Right. I grow up. So, I fault. Go ahead, Uncle. So, and I think that that kind of hit on something. What's Let me up? ask you guys this. Ask away. You think it's from the standpoint where you think guys are intimidated by women that take charge versus them feel like they need to initiate everything yes oh wow okay whoa that oh. was that was not for okay. you to answer there yeah, I do. I do. I do agree with that, though. No, yeah, I think so. I do think so, and because like, and not all men are like that. I think some are. Yeah, I think it's like uh, it got it's, it got to the point where, you know, you know, men men were like we we always talk about, you know, when I say we, I don't mean myself because I'm a stand up guy and I'm a gentleman. Done too. Shout out to you, man. You're a stand up mm-hmm. guy as well. Come Absolutely. On, man. We're black men, and we we know that we love our black queens and all types of queens and all that. But um, I'm thinking uh, I think the I think it's just that it's 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 when we talk about we want a woman that's you know, it's been it's always this was always had me confused where it's like men want a woman you know that's sexual and you know that can do freaky things for them, but don't want them to have sex with other people you know what i'm saying or don't want them to have a past or you know what i'm saying like it never really made that never really equaled up to me it never really made sense you feel me it was like yo you- and, and i guess that's why i'm laughing too because it's like if you think about like it's very contradictory on so many different levels yeah. like oh I, I want a girl that i go ahead and suck my dick i want her to go ahead and do this that, and the third but at the same time you mean that you did that to somebody else like <laughs> i hate to say it like it and this is that me, I guess, like on that whole like equality shit or whatever. But it's just like if you really think about the basic principles of it, it sounds like most guys, not all, because again, I know we're all stand up guys on this, um, you know, on this podcast right now. Goddamn right. Um, it sounds like people's egos need to be checked. Like you are the one and only, and you like are like this fucking stud out here. We gotta get over ourselves. As guys, I'm talking in generalities at this point and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think that's, to me, that's how I guess. While well, I was kind of stuck in trying to find like the proper words, but it sounds like really a lot of guys need to kind of get over themselves when it comes to this part of the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Um, at the end of the day, especially if you have a certain age, 
we gotta automatically assume at this point that if you need somebody, they fuck. They fucking they fucking for a reason. They've been doing it well before you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, that's the bottom line right there. No yeah. need to dig any deeper. We gotta get over ourselves for real. And we need to just start to appreciate the titty a little bit more, yo. Ass always oh, gets ass always gets praise. And shout out to ass. Ass is always cool. But oh, oh. but ass ain't gonna be there for you at all the time, yo. Titties always there for you. Titties are Titties. always welcoming. They nourish you. They nourish you. They give you They're strength. Life givers. They're life givers. They give us nourishment. You know what I'm saying? They give us strength, power. You know what I'm saying? They say you get smarter as long as you met you breastfeed. You know what I'm saying? It gives you knowledge. Come on now. Appreciate the titty. The ass is cool. They're- what was that book? Listen, they're, vers- I, I like they're, they're versatile. You can play with them. You, you can go ahead and learn how to make sounds with them. Like when, you know, I think we all motorboated when you go, you know, you, you do that whole thing and stuff like that. Which I love um, to do. You know, you can exercise with them. Well, you know, you exercise the finger muscles. You can exercise your whole hand. They they if, help if, they help women float. You can float. Listen, this doesn't turn into a PSA. They are very protect the titty at all costs. Protect the titty. Protect it. Love it. Care for it. Protect the titty. Yeah, I'm I'm confused too. I really don't get the I as you were saying what you were saying, I'm trying to figure out like how does that how do people judge? I mean, because all I guess all breasts you you kind of look and you like, man, you know. Everybody got what they into. Everybody got titties that they they would look and be like, "Oh, those are beautiful titties." And then some people be like, ah, "I don't really like that." Some people like whatever they like. I still don't think that like Cardi, I didn't look crazy to me. You know what I mean? But I think it's niggas just not liking Cardi. Like Cardi, I think to some degree is easy because niggas have been hating on her since the beginning. Of, you know, first it was her being a stripper, then it was her being you know, talking about robbing niggas. And, you know, it's just like she her history in the game has been consistent with cats trying to find something to get at her about. And also what makes, I think, people mad even more is that the cool, you, what, you know what I like about she takes everything that you could say to disrespect her and she kind of like, you know how Eminem used to, he used to talk about himself. So that when you freestyling against him, he done already gave it. So it's like you're not saying nothing to the audience that the people don't know. Everybody know Cardi used to be in the strip club. Everybody know Cardi got stories of like, you know, other stuff. Like, you know, of like, you know, stuff where people are like, yo, that's not cool. And then she just moved through that, moved through that. Then she's doing Sprite commercials. She's like, to me, like, she Cardi is one of the greatest stories in hip hop of a girl starting at one point and then becoming a superstar. And that's what niggas don't like. They don't like that Cardi, Cardi's like the hero that cats would, or, or she's like the success story that cats don't like saying is a success story. Like, even though they talking about their titties, even though they talking about the wet ass pussy song, whatever, she's still gonna be successful. The girls that, that really ride for her, really ride for her, and niggas, niggas like Cardi, man. Cardi look good. Like, surgery or no surgery, Cardi never looked ugly. I've seen the pictures before uh, Cardi 
had surgery and after she looked good. I mean, she looked she looked better now, but she if she didn't have surgery, she would have looked good either way. So this see I seen the titty just now. I ain't seen nothing that looked crazy. I do think it's mad crazy. I can't really wrap my mind around niggas judging a girl's titties crazy on the internet. Like I really don't get how that comes to be. We're in a new day and age, man. We're in a new day and age, and it's making me sick. All I want is to end this off, yo. Let's just protect the titty. Protect it. National treasures. National treasures. Love the titty, whether big or small. So both, both of y'all are titty guys. None of y'all, y'all, none of y'all deal with the no, no ass. No. I love it, yo. Who doesn't like a nice ass? I'm just saying we gotta appreciate the titty as well. I love the female body. Thank but you, thank you. My, Good, but solid. If I choose my favorite part, the titty. Titty, why not? The titty has done so much for us. We just got to love the titty. You know what I mean? Yeah, Protect man. it. Protect it. Love it uh, at all costs. Shout out to Cardi B. I have no issues with your titties. Shout out to Cardi. You know, shout, shout out, out to your to career. Cardi. Shout out to your do family. Do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. Shout out to your career, your family, and your titties. Yes, indeed. So uh, before we get out of here, you know, we know we got to end it up with some sports talk. You know what I mean? Um, we had us a nice little conversation off the mic. Uh, my boy Dunn's son over here is a, is a Lakers fan. You know? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you. Um, shout out to LeBron and the Lakers. Uh, they won. They just won the ship. Um, how you feel about it, yo? Being a Lakers fan, yo. How you feel about how do you feel about the uh them winning and what what do you think uh about LeBron's legacy, yo? Um I think he's I mean he was top five before. I think it's solidified he's top five. I think when it comes to these top fives, I mean, you know, I watch ESPN, they were talking about, you know, Stephen A was like, nobody will ever beat Jordan. And he's right. But uh, LeBron, that whole Jordan conversation, that's a generational conversation. Because to be honest, all of my little cousins, like my little cousins that are like in a, you know, now they're getting in their early 20s and stuff like that. Or probably like even the ones that are in their mid-20s, they love LeBron. They don't rock with Jordan. Like they like to, Jordan to the kids today is the shoe. Like, they, they, no, no, he, they he's the meme. Jordan, Jordan's the meme. They think sneakers. <laughs> no, they think huh? they think the meme. Yeah, oh yeah, the meme. No the crying meme is definitely is is definitely uh, <laughs> you know cats be like Jordan. You mean the crying Jordan? Like that's it. They don't remember Jordan when he was winning them championships. So right. like they look at um LeBron as that's their Jordan. So as much as Stephen A. saying what he's saying, here's uh, here's a hot news off the press. I think one day, us Nick, the last of the crew of the crew that saw Jordan, we're gonna hold on to like Jordan's number one. But after that, these kids coming up, Jordan's not gonna be number one. As much as cats keep on ESPN, they holding on, holding on. That's because they age. Because if you look at the niggas like when they talk about Bill Russell and 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 uh, King, uh, you know, Lajuan and stuff like. If you grew up in that time, but I, I respect those people, but that's not my era. I don't feel I, I, I respect them, but I don't my you know, I'm not connected to it like that. Right. Them kids are connected to LeBron like that. And when it's all said and done, 
until another one of these young kids come up, whether it's Luca or Giannis or whatever, whatever, LeBron's going to be their Jordan, and they're going to give him the number one spot. But I thought it was a great bubble. Uh, you know, it was a great – I like how the NBA did it. Um, I thought this, the season was over, brought it back. Series was really good. Jimmy just went hard. Just Jimmy showed that he is a is a is is Jimmy a super is he a superstar? Like is what level of star is Jimmy at this point? Damn, that's a good question. I think he's a superstar. To be superstar? honest, superstar. I I I think because I think we had this conversation before, um, on the last episode, on another episode, we had a sports talk. And I said before Jimmy had that 30, 40-point game in the finals, I didn't think he was a superstar. I thought he was a star. I didn't think he was a superstar. But when he had that that exact game where he had 40 points, carried the team, guarded LeBron. Carried. He had to guard LeBron. We t- People forget that. He had to guard LeBron, too, for, you know what I'm saying, for that fourth quarter stretch. He had to guard LeBron. And 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 brought his team to victory. I'm like, he's a superstar. He's a superstar to me. You know what I'm saying? My that's, nigga. Yeah. That's carried the team. Has a nigga ever carried? Has a nigga ever carried a team? Has a guy ever carried a team? I don't think I've ever seen one man basically carry every player on the bench. All the people that he, the coach too, the staff too. The nigga was exhausted at the end of that game, like falling on the ground, like couldn't give no more. Well, well before you finish that, that man that could have, that almost did that was LeBron James. That Remember that 50 point, he almost had a triple-double, then JR did that stupid shit? Remember that game? Yo, yo. LeBron had one of the best games of his career, and JR did some dumb shit, and they lost. So... That before, yeah. but Jimmy Jimmy won the game. It would have been LeBron. It well, LeBron's been a superstar just for the question. You know what I'm saying? But LeBron has yeah. done that plenty of times, and I feel like <laughs> that moment when Jr. If Jr. ain't do that dumbass shit, or if my man uh, George Hill hit the free throw, we'd be talking that shit. We'll be talking about LeBron in that moment. Well, that LeBron's performance right now. But now we only talk about Jr. being stupid. <laughs> So. What, did he, what did he do? What, what did he do? He didn't know that he thought he, he thought he, no like no that? he thought they were up and he didn't put up he like he got a he had a wide open layup he got the rebound George Hill missed the free throw Jr grabbed the rebound could have put it right back up and they would have been up by no it was tied it was tied up because they went to overtime and they would have been up by two you feel me but then Jr dribbled the ball out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I remember when you were saying. I remember oh, him, he kept man. dribbling. And LeBron's like, yo, 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 shoot it. Yeah. And he didn't know the time. LeBron was like, shoot, pass. Di- da- da. Even <laughs> LeBron ain't know what to say. He was just like, do something, nigga. God damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uncle yo, shout out to JR, yo. I didn't like how that. Yo, I like JR. I, I didn't even like how that went down. I was like, yo, dang, man. Why y'all got, why y'all do that? JR was smacked out of his mind. Hey, Uncle Buck, what do you think? You think uh, Jimmy is a superstar or not? Or just, yeah, a, or I, just a star? I think he's gotten a superstar. Um, in my opinion, you once you get to the finals, you're in a whole nother conversation, particularly mm-hmm. if you leave golf, mm-hmm. you know, for that. 
Jimmy has won wherever he's gone. And it's been, I, I think at this point, it's been proven that he's usually the X factor. He was the only reason the Bulls were going to the, even though it was the first round and out, at least they went to the playoffs. Then, you know, when he gets traded to Minnesota, all of a sudden they go from, you know, being a lottery team to making it almost made it to the second round. Mm-hmm. And Tim was having done that since KG, you know. Um, and then after that, he goes to um, Philly. Yeah, he goes to the Sixers. If it wasn't for that, like that lucky shot, then all of a sudden, maybe they're moving on, you know what I'm saying, to like bigger and better things. And they might even make the finals, you know, last season. You know, um, Philly should have paid him. Philly should have paid him whatever he wanted. And then, you know, and now in this conversation, they exceed expectations and they go to the finals. You know what I'm saying? Like it, he he's a winner and let him do this, not saying the finals, but let, let them go to the playoffs, even if they don't make another move, even though I think they will for another two to three years. And he's like the lead dog and they're going to the playoffs. To me, it's solidified. He's going to the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? He's he's a two-way player. He, I would like him to develop a jump shot, you know, because that would help the transition as his, he starts to kind of lose his athleticism as he gets older. But no, he's legit. And the fact that they went six games and he was like a big factor, if not the factor for that happening, no, it's official at this point. And this is what we were talking about, like offline and stuff about how um, there's only X amount of superstars versus just regular stars. Like when people say like Devin Book is a superstar, I'm like, he hasn't even been to the playoffs. How's he a superstar? He's the best player on the team, and they go to the lottery every single season. That is a fact. That is a fact. And look, I'm just I'm happy that uh, LeBron won this joint. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm happy he won. I, my honest opinion, I don't think that's gonna happen once KD is back. You think you think uh, Brooklyn going? Brooklyn going to do something? I do. Brooklyn, I honestly I mean, do. They're gonna be. They're gonna be. I mean, they in the East. Brooklyn going. They're gonna make some noise in the East, man. It, it ain't too much. I mean, I think that's gonna be the very. That's gonna be interesting because KD is a monster. So it'll be interesting to see where Miami can fit. They got a better. I, Miami got a better team than. Than uh, Brooklyn, we'll, they're going to have to do something because Miami's in a better position. I, I really could see Miami still beating. Only thing is, man, they can't. Dang, Jimmy ain't Jimmy can't stop KD. No, I mean, nobody can. If you ask me, you know, you know, they don't got an answer for that. That's the only thing. Like between that and. Shoot, they really don't have an answer for Kyrie either. So it'll be interesting for sure. The thing with Kyrie, Kyrie sometimes is a self-check. He takes himself out of games, in my opinion. Like, I think Kyrie is overrated. What? He No, so talk hear to me him. out. Talk to him. Talk to him, Buck. Kyrie, Kyrie is good. He's one of the best scoring point guards out there. He plays no defense. This dude, okay. he's a head case. And whenever he is the leader, his teams do not win. Nope. That's been proven. That's been proven. Can't argue I mean, that. And it's been multiple stops now. Boston went to the Eastern Conference Finals without him one year. 
and they are struggling to go ahead and get out the first round the next year when he's playing and stuff. And technically, yeah. they have more star power, and they're still struggling. All those years in Cleveland before LeBron came, they were lottery teams. Matter of fact, they were so bad, they had the number one pick. That's how they got Anthony Bennett. That was on Kyrie's watch. <laughs> it was on his watch. <laughs> it was on his watch. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I think people have like revisionist history sometimes a bit. Yeah, he hit that. And I think people just remember that winning shot that, you know, yeah. that he hit, you know. In the finals. But prior to that, Steph was cooking. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then now with the Nets, he had a, pretty much like a whole season by himself as a lead dog. And whenever he's in the game by himself and stuff, they're a, a, a negative team. You know, if you're in analytics, they're only positive when you have players like Dinwiddie and, and the rest of them and like Levert in the game with him to go ahead and kind of bounce him out from doing stupid stuff all the time. Like he's he's overrated for real, for real. And I'm not, I'm wondering how it's going to translate when KD gets into the pitch and they actually start playing a whole season together, Lord willing, because I want KD to come back healthy and strong because from the area, support him, you know what I'm saying, even though he's a little bit sensitive sometimes. But um, I want to see what they're really about. And I think KD is really relishing the chance to go ahead and show that he can actually be the lead dog himself without like a Steph Curry, like basically all-time greats around him. Mm. Um, it, it's going to be curious. I know they have a friendship, but I think Kyrie's going to get on his nerves. And I, and I want to be surprised like after a season, maybe two, you start hearing like whispers, like they get on each other's nerves and one of them have to go. I don't think that honestly, I think they'll be good together. You know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like, they're both sensitive niggas together. <laughs> and I think that, you know, two negatives make a positive. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, and two L, and when we say two L's make a W, you know what I'm saying? Two L's make a W. So, therefore, I feel like they'll make it work out. I think they'll, you know, they'll talk to each other and they'll, you know, I think I think KD will give one of his passwords to his burner phone to Kyrie. Uh, to show To show trust. To show trust. And then yeah, they'll make it happen. So let me let me ask you this then: Do you think that KD is the one guy that can finally get Kyrie to make others around him better? Because I think that, that's another knock I have against Kyrie. Kyrie doesn't make players around him better. How is it that one season when you were with the Celtics, Jalen Brown, you're wondering does he even belong? And then this season, Jalen Brown is looking like an All NBA player. Beast. That's crazy. That's a good question. That is a good question because I don't I don't know. I don't know because we know, we all know LeBron just makes everyone better. He made, you know, he made Kyrie look, you know, yeah. like a look like he was on his level. You know what I'm saying? LeBron made Kyrie look like he was on LeBron's level, you know what I'm saying? Especially when they played Golden State and they won that they won that year, you know what I'm saying? And uh but you know, I don't I don't know if I don't know if KD has that same push as LeBron does for others. You know what I'm saying? You know, LeBron pushed the yeah. shit out. LeBron will push the shit out. His He made Mo Williams an all-star, and that was his only all-star appearance. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know because we saw what happened with KD and Russ, and, you know, Russ, it is, I don't know, it's kind of hard to judge it because Russ is, Russ is still playing that same fucking way. 
that he played in OKC. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of hard. He's to, not a point guard. Russ is not a point no, guard. No, it's not. It's hard. He, it's, it's hard to dictate. But as far as that question, Uncle Buck asked me, it's hard to dictate. You know what I'm saying? I think this, like you said, we'll we'll see. I mean, I was talking shit earlier. I do think if they if they mesh together well. And they and they don't have any off the court issues. They can go to the ship because you got fucking KD, who I believe is the best player in the league. You feel me? And you got Kyrie, who's you know top five point guards. I believe top five point yeah. guards in the league. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Um, so I don't know, man. I don't know. But I, I the thing Nets though they they need a point guard man that that's the only thing they're gonna need somebody to distribute the rock to get that team. That KD and Kyrie can't do. It. You don't want your team sitting around um, looking at basically ISO ball like okay I mean if KD take the ball let's see what you can do all right pass it to Kyrie let's take the ball let's see what you can do you got all these niggas staring at you like all right. They not getting they other. That's one thing that LeBron does very well, or does a lot of things well. But LeBron will have your team. Like yo, he was giving the ball to, he was distributing the rock, man. He was having other cats get they, even if they missed a shot, you know, like good old, uh, can't think of his name, the nigga that they got from Toronto that was at the Spurs too. Danny Green. Uh, yeah, Danny Green, like he'll he'll get, but he'll do. He did that in his career. He'll always do that. Like it'll be a nigga that you know. You like ah, oh, you know, there gotta be somebody else that you might want to get it. Nah, he'll give everybody a shot. Kyrie is a ball dominant guard, and and unfortunately in the NBA, and 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 um, let me know. I feel like there aren't any real true point guards like that in the game today. Like there aren't a lot of niggas that are there aren't a lot of cats that are like Luca to me is a like the the newest breed of a guy that he can get his own and he can get his guys going. Obviously Chris Paul is an OG. I'm trying to think of somebody else. Um trying to think of somebody else. Um I'm about like traditional point guard. Well Yeah, or at least somewhat traditional point guard. But a lot of the cat the more league, cats the league, is, the league is different they now. Are like what you would like to have like a traditional point guard. See, I so I, it's like, I consider it the NBA evolving almost like the NFL where there's more emphasis placed on the quarterback now, mm-hmm. right? Um and you have someone like a Pat Mahomes, who's like this new breed of like QB, and he can just kind of like will will and deal it however he wants to. I think that's how the NBA is with respect to point guards. You need, in most cases, I should say, you need a almost an all world point guard to at least be in the conversation for competing for a championship. Steph was like an anomaly where he just totally redefined the game. Um, nobody was expecting when no one expected him to be as good as he was, let alone him to perform and, and do the things that he did on the court. He was a legit weapon once he crossed half court. And that's never happened in the history of the league before, you know? Um, and that's what, one of the reasons why he's an all time great, you know, uh, for what he's accomplished. You have similar people now where I think Dame has stepped up his game. Um, oh, yeah, Dame, Dame. You know, the category, he's another person I do consider to be a superstar. Um, 
I don't really, I don't, I don't consider, like you said, I don't consider Russ a point guard, and I don't consider Harden a point guard either. They're, at all. they're stat chasers, in my opinion. And it's, it's not a knock on them because they're very talented. It's just that I think it's also been proven they you can't win with that style. No. Hey, that's uh man, this this is a good sports talk, man. Let's wrap it up because I know we almost had two hours. <laughs> and we had some good sports talk. We had good titty talk. <laughs> we, we, me and Uncle Buck went down memory lane. You know what I'm saying? We didn't talk about Griselda and rapping. I feel like this this is a this is a fully loaded episode right here, yo. You know what I'm saying? Fully loaded. We had to go in, says my man. We don't really have guests like that. Shout out to shout out to my man Dunson. You feel me? Hey man. Hey, thanks for the invite, man. This was a really great episode, man. Come on. A book, man. Uh, one for the books. Goddamn right, yo. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think we're gonna do our outro. Um, you know what I mean? Shout out to Giz the Audio Wiz. Shout out to B Prince. Shout out to A Martin. Shout out to Raj Almighty Pimpin. Uncle Buck, what you gotta say to the people, man? As always, everybody continue to stay safe out there. And definitely, definitely, not only listen to this episode, but make sure we go ahead and get our coin. We come up with a lot of great shit on this episode. And not only this episode, but just like every episode. And apparently, people like to plagiarize and steal our shit. Just make sure that you go ahead and tag us so people recognize where these genius ideas come from to begin with. Uncle Buck, I feel like I should put that, I should frame those words, man, because that <laughs> was my sentiments exactly. All y'all know what's going on. If you keep stealing our shit, big BSF Griselda will run up on you, yo. Okay? I told y'all I'm down with the click. Talk to me nice. Talk to Uncle Buck nice. And if you see Dunson in the street, you talk to him nice too, because he's with me. You feel me? He's associated with me. And Uncle Buck and the T.A.M.P. brand. And we are associated with Big B.S.F. and Griselda. Know that. Okay? If you want to know who's talking this type of shit, it's me, Fish Montana, a.k.a. El Pesco. All right? Shit, let me do my plugs now while I'm fired up. Ugh, shit, yo. <laughs> Twitter. Not a podcast. N-O-T-T-A. Podcast. Make sure you hit us up. You better hit the follow button. You know what I'm saying? This ain't no podcast at gmail.com. If you got a bag, not even if, you know you have a bag for us. I know you have a bag for us. Uncle Buck knows too. Hit us up on Gmail. And you better follow us on Instagram. I'm not asking no more. You better follow us on Instagram, (laughs) on IG, and see our artwork. Watch our artwork. Our videos and all that shit. This ain't no podcast. Put the at in front of that. And we are out the butcher coming nigga fucking with my boy jay knox you already know you know what this shit is it be like that sometimes you know i fuck with my baltimore maryland niggas let's go yo what's good boy it's fish nigga what's good knox damn you dropping another tape let me guess you ain't get your stimulus check huh you ain't slick, nigga. You ain't slick at all. Bipolar but look, since you dropping some new shit, Check make sure out. this shit is fire. Because you know 2020 been some bullshit. You know, Corona been creeping in niggas' asses. Niggas losing jobs. Cops still busting us in the head. Nigga, I had to go get a pack of oodles and noodles the other day just to eat dinner. Come on, yo. I mean, you know, it be like that sometimes. Man, I ain't been my real self in a minute. Let me take y'all back to the beginning. 
Man, my cock was on snooze, they was winning. No one told me to quit, look, I did it. Now I'm back and I'm here with a vengeance. And I'm dolo over with no henchmen. Double back till we backed up in business. Need accountants to count my decisions, damn. Accountant? Nigga, shut your broke ass up. Mess up man. You don't even got a mattress yet. You talking about an accountant. Man. You still gotta make your floor up every morning. Got the credit, just broke 750. I could buy me a house, no more written. Baby trying to teach me about stocks. Text like candy, feed me good and plenty. I might not be the prettiest penny. LAX, now I'm on La Cienica. Ducking 12, cause you know they be killing us. They gon' shoot it one like they see 10 of us. Why the fuck ain't nobody killing me? If that's safe, I leave you these sentiments. Serve his ass on the planet of 20 men. Tell look just like Trayvon and his little friend. Then we'll see if he had that same energy. I was hoping that wasn't too generous. Run my money in every damn sentiment. Where the hell Uncle Sam and I'm sick of it. We get the fussing like sisters and brothers to like. Get your low ass wrapped up in them covers That's when we quickly turn back into lovers After she comes, she said, nigga, don't touch me After I knelt where we is, I said nothing After she came, where you going? I'm coming She told me, don't stop, baby, why is you running? Go check the stove, there's a bun in your oven Yeah, 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 straight like that Be like that sometimes, you know what I mean?